you know, Mark, Mark, you're getting better and better at that guitar solo. Right? I'm telling you. Just feeling it. That's it's, that's it's all a guitar hero I played. Right. You mash <laughs> your fingers up. The you mash your fingers up. smoking that's, was impressive. You mash the fingers up on the little strings like me, 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 me. You know what the secret is? On the bridge, he doesn't use a metal thing. It's not a steel guitar. He uses a wedge of cheese. That's it. And a, and a wah-wah pedal. And I'm good to go. <laughs> that was the Hendrix maneuver, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Wedge yeah, of cheese. cheese. And then I walk outside with the guitar and set all of us on fire. It's a great show. Good evening, everybody. It's 9 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for the What's On Joe Mind team stream. Thanks for joining us. I'm your cheese-infused host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody? Head cheese. Uh, yeah, sure. That doesn't sound as good as I thought it was going no, to sound. No, <laughs> big cheese. How's that? The big cheese. It, it implies that I'm made with uh, pork products and gelatin, which is not far from the truth. So gross. Or that you're teaming with Al Snow. <laughs> That's a good point, too. Less successful tag teams. That's right. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't expect them there to go. We, no, we, we've been trying to hit that Al Snow reference all year. Ryan, so, especially him I, being an Ohio boy. I appreciate uh, Ryan dunking the lob. <laughs> but uh, with us here in the top row this week, joining us, uh, Joe Colton is on assignment. Uh, so we decided to get another Canadian, a Canadian substitute, if you will. Uh, joining in Canada. Yeah, right, an actual Canadian. Uh, long time collaborator with our fine channel uh, and a, a longtime podcaster in his own right, the host of the No Direction podcast, Ryan Costello is with us. We Yay, also- and I'm very happy to be here and amazed that this is my first guest host job. Right? That's because Gary ain't running things anymore. Was Gary holding me back? No, now that Gary's gone, you're holding me back? What's going on here, Mike? I don't know. Somebody's holding somebody back. It's it's probably probably the guy in the bottom row. Hey, I mean, I just figure after this, doors are just going to fly open for you, right? Yes. Nobody, update, knows, nobody knows success until they've tasted what's on Joe Mind's success. Update that resume. I know I will. <laughs> but, uh, joining us live from Augusta, Georgia, in his scenic hotel room at the Holiday Inn Express. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll go with that, right? Pretty much. Motel 5. <laughs> Motel 5. Not quite Motel 6. No. But, uh, it's the hot show, Mark Weber. Oh, so good. And I shouldn't disparage. We're actually in the, the Augusta Marriott, which is attached to the convention hall. There ain't nothing better than an attached hotel where you can, if you buy, if you happen to buy too much, you can run it up to the room. If you need a 30 minute power nap, you're good. Like, yeah. And like the last Chocon I went to, as much as I dearly adore my wife and children there's nothing like going on your own the room's as cold as i wanted to be it's as quiet as i wanted to be i took a nap this afternoon it was fantastic so that's messed up oh i'm just i'm living the wildlife but it's exactly what i want and that doesn't happen all that often so so the room is set at 58 degrees pretty much yeah pretty much so, and I, when I got in here, I flung open the curtains and I'm looking out at, I think I'm on the third floor. I'm looking out at the roof of the second floor and a whole bunch of uh, air conditioning units. So all humming along. Lovely. Mm. And they wouldn't let me take a picture actually piggybacking on the Ben Hogan statue at the airport. 
which yeah. I think is garbage, but yeah. whatever. But they wouldn't let you do it for free, right? You could have paid the five bucks. No, they kept saying, the guy's running at me going like, get down. You're not supposed to be on there. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess he was like half kneeling, sizing up the putt. But it looked like he was waiting for the to start the piggyback ride, and apparently not. So, bye. they were with their deep southern accents. That's not for climbing, sir. Pardon me, sir. I must ask you to dismount, Mister Hogan. <laughs> and so, of course, I looked him dead in the eye and said, "Well, let me tell you something, brother." <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Colonel Sanders, sounding like Foghorn Leghorn. This you have crazy. offended me, sir. Ah, to man, satisfaction. Right. But uh, you got the VIP treatment, huh? They flew you into scenic Augusta International? Got to fly in and uh, from Providence, which for me is so much better because Boston, if you've never flown through Boston's Logan Airport, you aren't missing a thing. It sucks. It sucks all day long and all through the night. And so uh, being able to fly out of Providence was great. And right before the pandemic hit last year, uh, I had been Facebook friends and traded a lot of messages with Ron Rudat, the original G.I. Joe designer, who lives about 25 miles north of me, and I had invited him out for lunch. Say, my treat, you know, we've never actually met in person, would <laughs> Joe Delbach, would, uh, would love to swing by, pick you up, take you, take you out for lunch, pick your brain. And we were going to do it. And that was right when the pandemic hit, shut everything down. But he's the, I wouldn't say, you know, they don't say guest of honor, but he's the guy at this show. And uh, so I got to fly down with him. So I got to meet him this morning at 6 a.m. Uh, and his lovely wife, Jenny. And uh, I got to, Ron's a little bit older. Uh, so I was able to to help a little bit with carrying some bags and and maneuvering our way to Atlanta and then to Augusta. So I got He's to the one that got the piggyback, right? I got to, I got, well, I don't know if you ever met, I'd never met him in person. Every bit of six foot four. Oh, like, wow. Wow. Ron Rudat is not fooling around. So, uh, but I got to on the flight, I got to sit next to him uh, and his wife and he fell asleep pretty quick, which was good. Cause if you can, if you can sleep on a flight, God bless you. So I got to talk to her the whole flight down. She's super nice. And then on the flight to Augusta, they switched seats and I was next to him. And I didn't know her. I wasn't, I was make. I was being sure not to geek out too much because I know it's just going to get bombarded with questions all weekend at Joe Fest. So I just, you know, I let him lead the conversation Mark, Mark's in there. Oh, Mr. Hasbro. Right. Excuse me. I had a question. But it was, so it was Tador on the file card, but Rudat on the cartoon. Right. Are you really a traitor, Mr. Rudat? It was that kind of stuff. Uh, but but it was cool because he he led the conversation and I didn't I didn't you know prod him too much. But there was some stuff I didn't know. And I don't I'm not a, a lore keeper like Carson is. I, I think I know the brand, but I don't know I don't know the intricacies of all of it. And stuff I didn't know, like Ron designed five vehicles, he said. I didn't know that. I've never heard that before. Well, I'm like, well, I figured, you know, when he said I designed five and he did 120 figures, I thought, okay, so it must have been work overflow, right? That's a good point. Uh, we did a fist bump. So maybe the, the tail end of the pandemic saved me from the whole crush handshake. Um, 
So I figured there, there might have been broke two of his knuckles, though. <laughs> I figured there might have been like designer fiefdoms, right? Where the vehicle guys don't want the, the figure guy doing their stuff for or who knows what. So he said, I did five vehicles. And I said, oh, I, I didn't know that. Which ones? And he's like, oh, just I, let me try to remember the hydrofoil. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, that, that's like top five Cobra top five. vehicles, right? Maybe top five vehicles, period. It's for me. Oh, so good. And then he said, oh, and one helicopter. I, uh, and I wasn't. I wanted him to get there. I didn't want to pepper him with five helicopters and have him pick. And he said it was a Cobra one. And I said, was it the Fang? Yes, he said. So the Fang is Ron's. And then he didn't, he didn't offer any other, and I didn't pepper him for options three through five. But... <laughs> But like, if I'm a vehicle guy, if they had overflow or if Ron had just said, hey, I'd love to design a vehicle. And they're like, all right, knock yourself out. This is a Cobra boat. Needs to be fast. And then he turned in the friggin' hydrofoil. That's right. the last time I'm floating him an option on working on a vehicle. Right. Good Lord. Like, uh-uh, we're good. You stay over there, figure boy. <laughs> Ron and Guy Cassidy brawling in the aisle. Right. <laughs> So yeah, I didn't I didn't know any of that. And I assume that knowledge is out there, but I, I didn't know it. And so it was cool to hear him <laughs> talk about it today. Well, that's a that's maybe a question when you find Carson. He'll maybe he'll he'll have that information. Yeah, soon. exactly. Carson's got a panel tomorrow. So I can throw the hand up and go, hey. He does. So again, if you're just joining us, uh, uh, the honcho is at Joe Fest in his hotel room. Uh, so, uh sadly not in front of a large assembled studio audience. No, but, um, you know, we do what we can and, um, uh, be sure to stop in and see all of our folks. If you're down that way, uh, at Joe to classified Carson and 3d Joe's mm -hmm. our, our good friend, Brian Cummings, who's been on the show four or five times now. Uh, of course, Ron, who I, I don't know, but, uh, Joe speaks swimmingly of at every opportunity. So we've got we've got lots of we're we're well represented friends mm -hmm. on Joe Mind at Joe Fest and in fact you know technically we're there just not all of us just Mark right and uh, uh, I talked to Jay Sullivan for some time who's done a big road trip out from California hit Philly and New York first and will never go back <laughs> to New York at least from what I hear. Um, but he's down here and he's had, you know, he had some, he had a real serious bout with COVID last year. And so it was great. I mean, it's always good to see him. He's a great guy, but to see him up and about and looking great was, I think the highlight so far, but it's early. So, but, <laughs> but really good to see Jay uh, out there and showing off his artwork. But uh, we've, we've got to, we're, we're going to try and leave time for crowd questions, but we do have a lot of news to cover. This week, so let's go ahead and get to that. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> Flawless. You're, you're yeah. aggressively trying to take that job back, aren't you? It's I pretty much just designed the hydrofoil. Take note, <laughs> Joe Colton. <laughs> Gauntlet thrown. Yep. <laughs> but our first news item, uh, of course, if you're plugged in at all, you knew that there was a live stream on Hasbro Pulse yesterday focused on snake eyes gi joe origins that's of course the snake eyes movie that's debuting in theaters next month maybe <laughs> it's, 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 gonna happen. 
So it's going to happen at this point. You know what? I I felt the same way many times. So we'll see. <laughs> this is just that's just bitterness talking, Mark. That's just uh, yeah, dude. I'm going to be sitting there in the trailers, going, "We'll see, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, uh, dude, they, they, they had a showing before this. Like, it's pretty legit. I'm like, the 7 o'clock show went off without a hitch, man. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. It was uh, the, the stream was hosted by actor-slash-streamer Cleo Thomas, who I had not heard of, but I've actually apparently seen him before. He's, he's a working actor, so I, I, take, I take back any of the who comments that I had initially. Working actor in Hollywood. We got to respect that. But not connected to G.I. Joe in any way, right? No, I think he was just a fan. Like his his uh his excitement for everything seemed genuine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he was probably just just a fan. As long or as he's a genuine a genuine fan, cool. No problem with that. <laughs> but uh the first bit was an interview with the artist John Guido, who did the package art for the Snake Eyes classified movie figures. Uh, there will be new Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow t-shirts from Hot Topic that are featuring that art uh, sometime soon. I believe uh, next month in conjunction with the movie release. They also announced that BioWorld is releasing new apparel and merchandise in their Heroes and Villains lineup. It included a Snake Eyes and a Storm Shadow themed hooded sweatshirt. Or I should say a Snake Eyes themed hooded sweatshirt and a Storm Shadow themed hooded sweatshirt. Not both. Uh, and they look pretty cool. I didn't. They didn't have price points on any of that stuff, and I honestly didn't go look for it. If you want to see more of that, by all means, when we're done here tonight, go watch the video. Um, Disguise is releasing a line of costume items. They call them cosplay items. I, out of respect for Joe Colton, I won't do that. But they're costume items, including masks, gloves, and mock weapons, which will be available on Amazon starting in September. Um. The gold edition of G.I. Joe Blackout will be released on July 20th. And that update will include the movie soundtrack and player skins and a other exclusive content. It will be available at GameStop for PS1, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. I would guess that there's going to be a Steam version of that coming a little later on for for um, for the, the PC, but... Yeah, I think for the initial release, there was about a two-month delay before it got to Steam. Yeah. So anyways, PS1, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch uh, players. Gold edition for G.I. Joe Blackout is coming on the 20th. With a, a fixed Baroness, right? No more purple hair? Uh, there were no no comment on that. I have no idea. Purple. Well, it would have been movie Baroness, if anything, right? Right. The movie Baroness should replace the rotten Baroness that was in the first one. <laughs> That that uh, now I got no inside knowledge on this, but I assume Lenny Panzeca saved us from because that mean, original artwork. I swear that hair's got purple highlights, so it's not just lighting. Is is that debated at all? I was pretty sure it had purple hair. PS. Well, the, the, so Diana, Diana caught my wrong number there. So PS five. Sorry. PS one. <laughs> right. It's a throwback edition. It's gonna be on the GameCube. Right. I'm thinking of the PlayStation that I have on my shelf. <laughs> right, but not not the one that's actually available to people. When's it come out on Sega CD? Right, yeah, it'll be out on the Atari Jaguar. Come, oh. anyways, I have a Vectrex. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! 
<laughs> I have in television. Almost the works too. The controller, the controller pad. It's awesome. Availability on the Commodore uh, VIC-20, not listed. Apple II Plus. But uh, G.I. Joe War on Cobra 2.0, the mobile game, uh, is also releasing on July 20. Uh, and we can't bury 1.0 fast enough. We'll incorporate base customization, new troops, and troop abilities, and launches with a Snake Eyes versus Storm Shadow event. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago as well. Uh, so go back and check out our, I think it was a live stream episode that we covered that one on. Yeah, go ahead, check that one out. They're buddies in the movie. They're going to fight? I mean, for a while. Well, then they stop calling Snake Eyes Fish Boy, and they're probably not friends anymore. They live in a dojo. They've got to fight sometimes. I right? suppose. You know who's going to win that fight? Snake Eyes. Eh, whoever doesn't Shut up. Whoever doesn't slip on Akiko's corpse. Oh! I was going to say the viewing public. Right? Yeah. So bitter. So you, know what bitter. The, you know what the Japanese translation of Akiko is? Uh, dead Lady? That's right. <laughs> dead Man Walk. She did. She did. She did. <laughs> she did. Anyhow. Um, and then to, to finish off, uh, there was a long interview segment with Hasbro Vice President of Global Publishing, Michael Kelly, uh, who interviewed Rob Liefeld about Snake Eyes Dead Game and uh, Liefeld's history with the property and love for Adventure Team and Super Joe. It was kind of neat to see him pop the invader out and play with it on camera, but mm -hmm. I'll, give, I'll give him that. Rob Liefeld's love seemed genuine. And uh, M Michael Kelly, one of the best guys at Hasbro I ever worked with. Well, I was going to say he was your buddy, wasn't he? But I didn't want to get that wrong. I would say it was. Did something happen? What have you heard? I mean, he, he came out that first five minutes was just a rag on Mark Mark Weber fest. Yeah, probably deserved it. No, great, great guy. Runs the whole publishing department. <laughs> Hello there, Rob Liefeld. Let me tell you something about Mark Weber. Right. <laughs> Mr. Liefeld, have you ever heard of Mark Weber? And he's like, he's that guy that made fun of me at the Katah McFarland party. That's right. <laughs> yes, it is. Surely not the only one. <laughs> no, just, just the first. <laughs> well, probably not even the first. I was talking to Todd and his uh, wife, Wanda, who's brilliant because she's an ASU professor, but also stunning. And Liefeld just showed up and interrupted us and went, you look fantastic. I said, thanks, Rob. Just wasn't talking to me. And that's that's making fun of him? He wasn't, he wasn't talking to me at all. Right? He just I was the not important person he was going to cut off. So, thanks, Rob. Nice. Brutal. And then um, Snake Eyes Dead Game number five is due July 7th. Is that so the that's... one Larry is co-writing, or is that the second and last one? That's the last one for Dead Game. That is the Rob Liefeld miniseries. Right, but I thought Larry Hammond was picking up on some of the writing duties for the last one. Or is he doing a sketch cover? I think he's doing some of the art for it, some of the layouts. I don't think he has anything to do. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at the blurb in a while because that's not a project I've been terribly enthusiastic about. Yeah, and it also, no surprise that Rob Liefeld couldn't quite make it to the finish line. Right. Where's, where's Racktime Rob? Yeah, Racktime Rob actually all, all day today was working on the next episode of rack time, which will discuss something in the neighborhood of 10 books wow. because it's been a while since he's done a rack time. Uh, so well, 
you could threaten him with having to review Dead Game Five, right? Given his, I mean, that's his, it's he signed up for that. It's already, that's so he's already he's already on that train. There's nothing he can needs, do about that. Need some hazard pay, right? I mean, look, I'm not. He got it. He gets a 10 percent pay raise for those Dead Game issues, but 10 percent of zero is right. That's uh, hazard hazard pay for having to deal with Roadblock's keenly sharp jawline. And elephant legs. Yes. But um, here we, here's a question from uh, Paul real quick. Not that. Uh, you know, you talk about Akiko dying, but no mention of the Hardmaster's sudden but inevitable fate. But yeah, we know that's coming. Like, we, know hard, we know the Hardmaster's going to die. That's the, that's, that's the whole crux of the story. I mean, I thought... Before they mentioned Kiko's a brand new character they created just to die. Before they mentioned Hardmaster at all, I kind of thought Akiko was going to fill that role, right? That they were going to not bother with the Hardmaster's death. But now it looks like we get like a BOGO. So pretty excited about that. Yeah. And so a uh, lot, lots of talk about Dead Game. No real talk about Real American Heroes. Kind of, kind of, whatever. I mean, lots of love for Larry Hama, the whole, the whole thing they they showed some of the footage from the the uh feature documentary that they did yeah with uh, with henry golding and larry hama and it was, that, that was neat at the end with, with larry looking like a stone cold pimp can i say <laughs> that I, I mean larry would he's you know he's 70 years old but he he i wouldn't want to like if that dude's coming at me with a sword dude he looked so badass in that suit like forget it like yeah yeah. And the featurettes do a great job of just making him seem like a superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, the man for for number of years has not gotten his due in the realm of of comic book creators, right? And and writers mm-hmm. and and just just classic type guys. So it's I'm glad that he's getting that now. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, so when I say seem like a superstar, I don't want to imply that he is not because he is definitely someone that G.I. Joe owes so much to, and especially the comic book success, which basically became the continuity of the whole series. Right. He's the guy, like when we talk about it, like I've always said, the the uh, Mount Rushmore of mod of modern Joe, or real American hero Joe, is Ron Rudat and Kirk Bazigian and uh, Larry Hama and Hector Grito. Like that's it. Other people helped, but those are the four. So I'm really, really pleased for Larry. Yeah. And for Ron, who's the guest of honor at Joe Fest this weekend. I can. Yeah. He's a, he's a repeat offender on that guest of honor. They like, as I understand it, they like to travel. So. Yeah. So, and, and they haven't. This is the first thing he's done since, uh, since the pandemic hit. So they're on the road again. So, yeah. If, if anybody has any, any deep questions about the, the Hasbro live stream from yesterday, uh, just go check out their YouTube channel when we're done. Uh, lots of it's about forty-five minutes long, so it's not going to take up your whole morning. Uh, but but a, a, you know a nice nice little synopsis as we head into the final turn of this movie being premiered, despite what Mark says, Alle- allegedly rumored. But uh, next news item. Do 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 do. It, right it, on top of it. Right, kind of an offshoot. Uh, the Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins pre-orders are live. And in some cases, the orders are live. 
Uh, in conjunction with yesterday's live stream, pre-orders open for the new non-classified figures for Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. That's those six-inch figures that don't quite have the the uh, the uh, the articulation of the classified toys, but or but or the height, cool. or the height. Apparently, all the reviews say that they are a square six inches, not a little bit above six inches, like the classified ones are. Um, hmm. But they're available anywhere you buy toys, including Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, Amazon, Dorkside, or any number of toy retailers. I was contacted just a little bit ago by our own Phil Donnelly, uh, Biff McConkey Donk himself, mm -hmm. saying that Amazon's orders are live. They're not taking pre-orders. They're just they're they're asking you what you yeah. want to buy right now. I got I ordered a Storm Shadow Wednesday night, and apparently it arrived today back in Rhode Island. So holy hell, yeah, with or without motorcycle. Uh, no, this is just the just the six inch figure or five and three quarter inch figure or whatever. We'll see when I get there. So, yeah. so I'm excited for those figures. I think they look fun. They look exciting. The decos are really vibrant, and the uh, the Night Creeper is the winner of the bunch. It's really cool. Absolutely. And and they're good enough for the Night Creeper that doesn't have a classified version. Yeah, you could stand them in, maybe hide them in the back, but yeah, they fill up crowds for sure. For ten bucks at a six-inch scale with good sculpting and some weapons, that's great. I got no, I got no problem with that. Too. They're not good they're not for, bricks. Yeah, good enough for collectors to consider, but they're there for kids. And my God, when was the last time they made something kid focused? Creo? Rack time hey. rock knocking it down right there. Great for the kids is great for the brand. Exactly. So I hope. I hope collectors understand that. And I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to grab all of them, but I grabbed one because I want to see, you know, how is yeah. this? We'll, we'll find out. I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta, a public to inform and entertain. Right. Plus children, at, children at home who normally, normally don't get to use dad's toys. Hey, put that down. You're the kid who broke Megatron. <laughs> and, Mirage. and Mirage. That was the worst. You had G1 Mirage twist in the middle. Yeah. My son, who's normally good with Transformers, grabbed him and just went. <laughs> There's no fix for that, Derek. <laughs> Broke him like a Kit Kat. No, he made me two Mirages, right? Double my yeah. money. He's helping you out, man. So you got you to gotta think big picture like that. Yeah, he was cosplaying the Alien Queen. <laughs> <laughs> he was Cosplaying movie Megatron, only he didn't realize it was Jazz, not That's Mirage. It. Yep. Maybe Mirage was masquerading as Jazz. Now we're talking. Because there ain't nothing Joe Colton likes more than robot cosplay. Robot talk with Joe Colton. Ryan, how are you on the robots? I, I like robots just fine. I got one dedicated shelf in the room to robots that I think is done. I may have bought my last Transformer. What finished it? What finished it off? The uh, Shattered Universe Hot Rod. Okay, that's such well, a cool figure. He's got the yeah the goatee. Yeah. I, I love the black and purple color scheme, and that's just a really cool toy where you can convert from Rodimus to a regular Hot Rod. Rodimus yeah. Uticronus, I think, is his real name. That's that's I like what it's the real Hot Rod. I like that the real Hot Rod murdered Optimus, and then they decided they needed an evil version. <laughs> well, and they had to put the beard on him, otherwise there'd be no way to tell. 
Right, yeah, because you got to be Garth Knight, right? You got to throw on right. or Spock, right? You got to throw on a little facial hair to show your turn to the dark side. I, I, I don't have, know. I think he looks like Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah, <laughs> he does kind of. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, he. I'm laughing because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> like pretty, sunglasses. it's a pretty good likeness. Pretty good likeness. But yeah, we'll take a moment here just just to remind everybody who's new because Lord, we're having a good night in the live stream. Um, be sure to subscribe to our channel, uh, like our video, leave a comment, do all the funny YouTube things. If you're watching us on Facebook, just hit the little thumbs up button or one of the little react buttons so that they know you're paying attention. Uh, we really appreciate it. That helps grow the channel, helps us get us in front of more eyeballs, and we really appreciate that. Now, what can you do if you're an audio listener? Um, leave a review, maybe. Yeah, leave app because it helps the most. Leave a review is good. We don't have too many of them lately, but uh, even better, you know, head over to YouTube and subscribe. Even better, even if you don't watch the YouTube, you know, just just leave leave your, the 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 comfort of your audio podcast. You're going to YouTube for something, whether it's a cooking video or or what have you. Just make a quick stop at what's on Joe Mind and just hit the it little says subscribe, subscribe. But it means support. Yeah. 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 Let the boy support the page. <laughs> Those figures are checking in at $9.99 a piece, uh, pretty well universally, regardless of where you try to buy them from. So uh, Mark will have his Storm Shadow in hand for next week. We'll take a look at it then. Why'd you go with Storm Shadow? It was the only one available Wednesday night. The other ones were all sold out. So I was uh, like, all right, cool. We'll hey, for, 10, for bucks. ten bucks, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Let's see. Did didn't matter for ten bucks. I would have gone. I wasn't necessarily after Snake Eyes because there's a lot of Snake Eyes stuff coming. Uh, and if they had their Bed of Night Creeper up, I, I certainly would have gone for that. But Storm Shadow, Baroness, there's a Scarlet too, right? Yep, and a Red uh, yeah. Red Ninja. Well, I, the Red Ninjas are all pre-sold to Joe. Uh, yeah, Joe, but, <laughs> but, Scarlett's got red hair, so she's good in my book. So next news item. Doot, 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 doot. The Houston Astros are the worst franchise in the history of sports. Next news item. Doot, 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 doot. Oh, wait. Hang on. My Jose Altuve authentic jersey is buzzing. <laughs> but, uh, the Jazzwares Domes Wave 1 is revealed. As we reported several months ago, when everybody thought Jazzwares was going to be making four-inch GI Joes, um, and we debunked it, and whatever, nobody wanted to listen to us until we were a hundred percent right, because we went because we went and got Bobby Vala, who who worked at Jazzwares, and said, "No, they're not doing anything like that." Anyhow, so you did name your source I, on that one. We did, yeah. Name your source, Mike. Yeah, it was wasn't a secret. It was Bobby? He was on the show. Did it on the program. You were you there, man. If you were a man, you'd name your source. His name's Bobby. All right, fair enough. Anyways, he's here. You know, I can double check. Yeah, absolutely. By all means, okay. he means in the room. He could just turn and yell, "Bobby, Bobby, the meatloaf." <laughs> Mike's named names. Uh, anyways, the first how offering. Would, wait, how creepy would that be if I just said, "Hey, Bobby," and he showed up? 
Yeah, what's oh. up, Webb? Oh. <laughs> like well, he's I mean, got nothing better to do this week. You're out in the wild, so there's the, the, the opportunity to perhaps get a peanut butter shake is in the air. Right? Uh, he's got one weakness, man. It's like Candyman. Order well, a peanut butter shake and, and Bobby Valla magically arrives next to you. <laughs> in a puff of it's peanut be butter. for him. Right? He's in the middle. He's driving and all of a sudden he gets summoned by the peanut butter shake. Look, that man. Sucks. Like that show, Where Was Rodney? Where the kid named Rodney could just summon Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, fine. <laughs> it's all about priorities. I'll tell you. <laughs> but anyways, domes are those small statues that are enclosed in the clear plastic plastic. I got a domes. Um, Gravity Falls domes. There we go. The first wave is uh, it's a box set. It is Duke, Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes, and Storm Shadow. You can order the set from Amazon uh, for fourteen ninety nine. We have the link way down at the bottom of the the comments there or the description. So be sure to hit that up if that's something that you're interested in. I have no great love for these domes, but sure. I'm interested in them. I'm definitely going to get that four pack so I don't have to bother with the blind boxes. I have a whole shelf of like, this is some other interpretation of G.I. Joe, and I think that'll fit nicely in there. The cool display, and I like that it's based on the card art and it's just kind of made 3D. It's a little bit chibied with the big heads, but still, it's it's a different interpretation of G.I. Joe that is fun to own. And the packaging, like you said, the packaging is is tremendous. It looks great. I still don't know why yeah. they didn't put the off striker on the front, but what I don't know is why is anyone going to buy any of the blind boxes when you get the four main ones in that yeah. really cool package? Like, I'm not going to buy a blind one for the off chance that I get Roadblock or Destro, or the really minor chance that I get the Ceremonial Cobra Commander. Yeah. It's called cannibalizing your market, has uh, Jazzwares. Uh, quick, the trouble. Quick, uh, quick hockey break here. Tampa Bay leading the Islanders with four minutes to go in the second period, one nothing. Why? Why so many sports? I didn't know I was going to be You're on the, for the show. You're the Canadian. You're the Canadian. I'm, Come on now. And I do not care. So the other day, you have no I thought there were dogs fighting in my yard. And uh, my wife was like, no, the Canadians just won a really big hockey game. And I was like, oh, yep. that's happening. That's right. I am so checked out of hockey and sports in general. 28 years since Lord Stanley's Cup graced the frozen north. Yeah, I think and I watched the game nothing? when they last one. Man. I'm an Islanders guy, man. You got to. It, it was going to happen tonight. I got to do nothing. I got to. I'm rooting against, against Tampa just because Tampa, right? With the shift yeah. and the opener Florida, and all that Florida garbage. Hockey. Florida hockey has no place in the sport. None. No, no, no. Only thing worse no, than not. Florida hockey, Houston baseball. That's right. Only. I love Ooh, Astro fans. Burn, getting, I think. Getting, Astro fans getting all riled up because pitchers are using illegal grip stuff, mainly them. And they're like, see, how's it feel now? No. No, not, not how that goes. A league-wide crackdown is not the same as oh, we caught you guys cheating in the World Series. No. <laughs> Next news item. <laughs> That's like the murderer going. How is that jaywalking charge? Huh? You like that? I see you got a parking ticket. You degenerate. How you like that twenty-five dollar fine? Huh? Yeah, you're con like me now. Feel the shame. Next news item. 
Uh, Entertainment One has named a new member to its management team. Uh, E1 has added Gabriel Morano as the lead developer of Hasbro Intellectual Property, which includes G.I. Joe, Transformers, Power Rangers, and other franchises. He will also have the title of Executive Vice President of Scripted Television. So, I mean, nothing real specifically related to Joe there other than Hey, they're growing the TV arm of things, so maybe we'll see something at some point. Well, and Entertainment One is a Canadian company, and it's great for international distribution. Like, that is one of the big things about the deal with Hasbro, that Entertainment One is getting it in Canada and across the world. I thought they were in Ireland. Entertainment One? I am pretty sure they are a Toronto-based company. Oh, it's a fight. <laughs> it's not a fight. I just don't know. I don't know. Loser doesn't Remember, push out. They distribute to Ireland, but no, they are... Based in Toronto. Loser does a push up. We had we only have uh we did that whole dogs of Dunlagger episode last yeah, year. That's true. So, you know. Anyway. Either way, yeah, it's good they got somebody. I don't know who the old person was or if there wasn't a person, but cool. Gotta get the the Joe brand will never truly roll until there's some kid focused entertainment whether that's web-based or even better on the television. So let's hope this is a, a point in the right direction. Absolutely. And so next news item. Houston sucks. <laughs> oh, sorry. Diamond Select uh, has released some images of the second entry uh, from its new statue line. Uh, the first one was Destro, you remember, that cool one where he's shooting missiles off of his wrist. Uh, the second one is Snake Eyes and Timber, and we have some images to, to show there. Uh, bear with me just a second as I figure out where my buttons are. Okay. So there's it's, it's our one image tonight. I didn't do a whole lot of PowerPoint for this one. But there you can see Snake Eyes and Timber leaping into the fray. Um, very classic version 2-themed Snake Eyes there with the, the old hook sword and it's 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 pretty neat yeah it's it's nothing that new as far as statues for gi joe but man it's well done like if you look at the sword the hand he's got one hand on the hilt and the other one looks like it's about to grab it so that he could really get some force down and it's dynamic there's a lot of nice texture to it a lot of nice folds in his uniform so it's not new but it's good for what it is yeah yeah, I think it's great. And the, and the base, I think, puts it through the roof, right? The ice and the broken log and just to plays off the gray of the wolf and the dark of Snake Eyes' outfit. I think this is fantastic. Do we have a price on this? We do. It is $49.99. That's like a Man, third the price I would great. expect for it. Right. And it's, 11, it's 11 it's inches? Like 11 inches. $49.99 on the pre. And uh, Ryan, you had some some thoughts about the, the detail on Snake Eyes' gear here. This is the back of the statue. Yeah, this one shot really made me realize just how much how well detailed this was. Because you can see the Rashkagi logo is raised a little bit, but like he's got the two sword sheaths, and then he's got a backpack under it. He's got the two uh Kumai throwing daggers right there. He's got his Uzi tucked behind his back. A nice butt. Just overall, hey, you can see a lot of what is going on with this statue and why it's so impressive and all the good work that they did in the sculpting of it. 
I want, this is just the angle, but that that Uzi looks tiny. Is that one of the old Entertech water guns? <laughs> I mean, maybe he's just got a little Uzi. Yeah, maybe it's more of a Mac 10 and not the full size. Maybe it's a throwing Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Whack. <laughs> That's a big hunk of metal. That'll hurt. <laughs> it's not the size. It's, it's what he does with it. And then while the guy's like, did you throw an ooze at me? Boom, stabbed. <laughs> Honestly, you fight like a woman. Who throws a shoe? <laughs> you got to look out when they start throwing shoes, man. Right? But uh, since we got him here, uh, somebody broke news about an upcoming G.I. Joe role-playing game. It was me! It was you. Spoiler. I have been waiting for them to make this some kind of official announcement forever. They announced last year that they got the rights to... Uh, by Red Day, I mean Renegade Game Studios. They announced that they got the rights to make games for G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Power Rangers. And they specifically said they're making a Power Ranger role-playing game but they have never officially said they've got a G.I. Joe role-playing game in the works. So now we've got uh, Renegade Con Virtual Special Edition coming out in a couple of weeks, July 16 and 17, and they are finally going to not only announce that the game is officially happening, but going into details about it, and I am super excited because I am one of the writers on the book. I'm also one of the people that uh, helped do a lot of the design for all three games, and it is a dream come true, and it's so awesome. And I'm so happy. And I know I we can't we can't pester you for a lot of details. You cannot. Because you can. I mean, we could, but you couldn't tell us. We there could. we go. You might be surprised what I can tell you. We just so pester me and we'll see what I pester back. <laughs> did you remember uh did you write a, a large spotlight for backstop? The Canadian. Come on. Of course, there's at least one mention of backstop in that book. Just Are there any Cobra ex explosive uh, EOD type troopers outside of Firefly? Oh, that's an interesting question. He's you just, know, guys who were basically wearing like a, tra a trash can to keep him safe. <laughs> Is this just a funny concept or are you referencing something I'm not understanding? Oh, he's no, just I'm trying make, to. I'm making, I'm making okay. fun of the classified figure. Oh, there Does the Baroness cheat on Destro with any Joe but Steeler? It's a role-playing game. If you want her to, right? she can cheat with everybody but Steeler. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so anyway, dying for that Baroness Fridge matchup for years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the Fridge has had a rough go of it lately. You know, he deserves... I just gave him the Baroness! Deserves a win, so we're. I, I'm just saying, I shouldn't, be, I shouldn't be laughing. Fridge deserves a win, uh, that's why I gave him the fairness. But uh, I, there, there's a, a legitimate question from the, the gallery there. Uh, will this is this an a build on an established RPG system or is this something completely new? So, that is the main thing I've been told I cannot talk about. I cannot talk about the system, and that is what's going to be announced at uh, the virtual con, okay. So rather than us pester you with um, lots of weird little details uh, about the show from last week, which you clearly haven't seen. 
I didn't. I'm sorry. You're right. No, you know what? I think I watched. I could go on YouTube now and see how much of it I watched. I didn't get to the end of the episode, unfortunately. No, no, no. We really dropped off about 35 minutes in. It got kind of lame. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> we just drifted in and out, really. It was, it was, uh... yeah. Anyways, uh, why don't you tell folks how we can, how they can uh, get themselves the first news at the virtual convention itself. Why don't you plug the convention that we'll be All right. So the convention is Renegade Con Virtual Special Edition. It is free for all, but you can go to eventbrite.com and register specifically. There will be virtual panels going on for uh, two days, Friday, July 21st. No, sorry, July 16th, 2021. And, oh, sorry, it's three days, all the way to Sunday, July 18th. Um, yeah, so it's going to be panels. It is going to be focusing on all three of those games, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers role-playing game, Transformers role-playing game, and G.I. Joe the role-playing game. We are going to have some announcements about when to expect these games, but um, I don't even know if we know for sure just because of so many production and shipping delays. So we've got estimates, and the goal is to get them out this year. So exactly when to expect them will be announced at that con how to play the game, demos of uh, creating characters. Uh, what else have we got here? Demos of current and upcoming titles in the in your favorite universes. Um, and dive into the product lines, because although uh, we know for sure that there's going to be core rule books for these, it doesn't mean that that's where the license ends for what we're doing with these role-playing games. So, nice. so it's G.I. Joe, Transformers, Power Rangers. Those are the three, yes. You personally, just as properties, nothing to do with the, the RPG. How would you rank those on a scale of G.I. Joe to Power Rangers? Uh, G.I. Joe, then Transformers, then Power Rangers. And uh, <laughs> Power Rangers came out at a time where I probably would have loved it, but I did not have the channel that Power Rangers was on. And so I was also at the age where if I didn't have access to it, it sucked. And so anytime right? my friends were talking about it, it's like, oh, that's just Voltron. What are you talking about? Uh, but anytime I actually did catch the show, I was enthralled. It was fascinating. What was this show that I did not have access to and all my friends thought was the coolest thing? We were uh, the same way with uh, Battle of the Planets. Was We didn't get it in Oregon, but they had it in Michigan. So we, when we'd visit the grandparents, we're like, oh, yeah, we're watching some <laughs> Battle of the Planets. It's the forbidden fruit. Can't wait for Seven Zark Seven to give them their mission. That show used to be on when we were growing up. It was Sunday morning at like seven a.m. That's Just a like, good slot. Yeah, the folks weren't even weren't even awake to go to church yet. But we were right. we were watching Battle of the Planets. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. And then when Power Rangers came on, you're like, okay, that's enough TV. No, oh, when Power Rangers came on, I was in college. So yeah, that just didn't just... didn't work out. wasn't so good. I Although, wonder if I if I had been the right age, if Power Rangers would have meant something. But. My roommate was a, was addicted to Power Rangers. He was he watched every day. Every day. Did you ever wow. dress up in in, in foam foam noodles and act badly in front of him? Same difference. Yeah, I mean probably. Yeah. It's it sounds like something we would do. So yeah, it's a college thing. There are some shows that are meant for drunk college kids, like Yo Gabba Gabba. That's not a kid's show. No way. Anyway. We're, we're, if, we're, if, if it sounds like going forward, if we're being evasive to 
RPG questions. It's because we have to be. Uh, Ryan right. is under contract. He cannot reveal details at this point. Non-disclosure agreement. Absolutely. Airtight, non-disclosure. We're not testing them on that. Uh, I been- had to beg to even say that I'm attached to it so that I could promote it personally. Because if you look, I've got a Facebook post where I shared it. It's got like 200 likes and like 100 comments, people thanking me. But the week before, I'd also shared a thing about the con just existing, and it got like two likes <laughs> because I, it just kind of was like background noise. But as soon as I say like, look, this is what's happening, and here is why I care about it, you know, friends, family, people in the Joe community were like, oh, that is cool. Exactly. Yep. It's it's tough right now because everybody is so like it, like it almost is noise, right? It's just we we're getting this constant stream of oh hey this show's back on it's coming up this weekend and this show's back on it's coming up this weekend and this show's still going to be virtual and it's coming up soon and so it's like we're we're getting inundated with all these these show things again, which we we clearly were not used to for over a year. So it, yeah, it did get it. it I'll, I'll admit, I I don't remember seeing the initial post, but I remember seeing this one. Mm-hmm. You contact me almost right away, trying to get me uh, the first the scoop interview on their show. That's let's talk That's about right. That. And now we're talking about it. I went I went full Johnny Sexy Pipes. Mm. Right. Mm, yeah. I thought I thought we wore that out last week, but no. 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 Uh, update on last week. No. I got eight minutes into the episode. I'm sorry. You didn't hear us. Yeah. We went you full. Get the guilty pleasures intro. Come on. We went, full Barry, we went full Barry White last week. It was tremendous. Oh, here we go. I think, Mark, I think I can unmute you. So be ready. Be ready. I'm scrolling. Couldn't unmute you, Mark. I'm sorry. Pleasures so red-handed, they're guilty. <laughs> so just all show long, we never stop. I will go back and I will watch the missed. show. Look what you missed. It was so I'm sorry. Bad. And the best bit was Mike didn't share it with Joe or I. And when he said, "Well, it's time for the guilty pleasures segment," I said. We need some Rick Rude music for this or something. <laughs> Bam! Why? Yes, Mike, we do. Mike all of a sudden, Mike all of a sudden hit this thing, and I went, "How did he do that? I just asked for it. It's like wizardry." <laughs> so you know what's funny? I was scrolling through the preview pictures of that video, and I didn't know that these were guilty pleasures. And I was just looking at like, oh, Target, one of my favorites. Hey, the mobile battle bunker. I love that thing. I had no idea these are like the things you're not supposed to love, but do anyway. It, it They're the ones yeah. that maybe the purists frown upon, but the ones that we love. So it's lots. Of, it's a very love segment. Purists frown upon Target? He has the best the backpack. Tar- oh, Target. Targat. Targat. Sorry, yes, Targat. Okay, Mark, yeah. Mark, you got to enunciate. 
Yes, people do Target frown upon Target. A, I'm not surprised to hear Target that. Target and I have a very big problem, but Target, that guy's cool. So he's yeah, got a gun know. on a on a bracelet. <laughs> it's because he's flying around. He needs a stabilizer. So it's uh, yeah. If you missed last week's episode, which it seems like several folks in the live chat did, uh, go back and watch it. We had some fun with that one. Go back. Pick that one up. That's not one you I want to miss. Right, right here at JoeCon, I saw an invader for 25 bucks. Seemed like a get steal. Up. And then I saw a mobile whatever bunker in questionable condition for 40. I'm like, yeah. Questionable yeah. condition. That thing not for take a, a beating. What happened to it? Not for it just didn't have, didn't have all its stuff, I don't think. But for a gag, 40 bucks for a gag gift is a little steep. Like, I could get two beaches with broken crosses for that. You know what? You can carve it out, make a cool helmet out of it. Cosplay is the mobile battle bunker. Even if down just like... terrain. <laughs> Even if the mobile battle bunker doesn't have all its stuff, it still carries a lot of corpses. That's true. With that cow catcher on the front, just load them up. Load maybe, them right up. maybe it's a Battle Force 2000 vehicle, right? That they just load all their dead bodies into when it's time to go home. But that doesn't make sense. You can't put it next to some other thing and pretend it's a fortress. <laughs> well, you you couldn't do that with the Battle Force stuff either, to be honest. So I know. Future Fortress was the biggest lie. Right. Yeah, that's a tough one. A little bit of a QC issue there. So yeah, it's it's a good time. So Anyhow, uh, we do have a little bit of time. We, we take a couple of questions from our live stream viewers. If anybody has something that's related to stuff we can actually talk about, we, we certainly have a little, a few minutes for that. So Ryan, take us while we're waiting for those to assemble, man. Why, uh, what you got behind you there? What don't I have? So up there, I've got my terror drone and the armored column. So it's side to side. His tanks of various sorts and color. We've got some his twos, uh, his three in the front as well. Uh, mobile, sorry, not the mobile, the Cobra Battle Bunker, the one that's immobile, right in the middle, and uh, at least one Buzzbore. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh, and we've got the uh, the winch, the Mantis Mech, I believe it was the one that came with Destro from the Sigma Six line. That's right behind the Battle Bunker. Let me scroll back and grab that. This guy, which. It's a three and three quarter inch figure. Not too bad. Mm -hmm. So it's a fun toy. I really did not care. Like I love Sigma six. I did not care for the 2.5 inch stuff. Yeah. Some of those vehicles were a lot of fun. And it was just, yeah, it was just a shame of how close it was to something I wanted. So this actually is the only Giorgio mech I own because it's the wackiest one, which is the one that just deserves to be in my collection. I still can't fathom that they said we're going to green light tooling for a different scale on Sigma six and then chose not to make it three and three quarter. Well, and then like, make it a vehicle line and have the figures not compatible with the vehicles. Like yeah. they were all pre-posed. They had bases glued to their feet. Most of them, if they didn't come with the vehicle were useless for the vehicle. Some of them that came with the vehicle were useless for the vehicle. It was, ah, so I am a, the second biggest Sigma Six fan out there, but there is no forgiving a lot of the choices for that two point five inch line. A lot of headaches. If there. they had done that, if they had done that three and three quarter, and and here, it's a stretch, but had good animation to support it, 
that line might still be going today. You know what? Second season, I liked it. I think it's solid. It's just the first season was so bad that there was just yeah. so few people that held out for the second season. But the I, uh, like the I mystery mean, of who was sabotaging all the Joe missions and the Firefly as a, a deep cover Joe operative, it was interesting. And Lieutenant Stone was an interesting character. Like there was a lot of additions in the second season that made the cartoon worth watching. I I tried to watch it from the beginning earlier this year. Oh no, that's your mistake. And I got two episodes in, and I was yeah. just like, nope, we're done here. We're Further done. than a lot of people. Mm. Anyhow, so first question from from the folks is. Which celebrity do you predict, predict Bobby Vala will introduce this weekend to join Action Force? CM Punk. Uh, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah a lot a of people up. are predicting there's a, I, I, I don't know her name, but there's a female MMA fighter who he has a, a well, that's, I will said, had a relationship with. Let's back <laughs> that business. up. There's Association. A, there's, a gal, there's a gal who rocks Valiverse on her fighting gear. And some people think that that's such a natural tie that she'll be put in. But Bobby thinks bigger than that. I got no inside baseball on this. Not that there'd be anything wrong with that, but Bobby knows what he's doing and is very, very calculated. So, so yeah, I would you have expect. A guess? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I, I, would, I would go with the MMA gal because I think that's possible. But I think. Like when Bo when Bobby was about to announce Slaughter, he was like he didn't tell anybody. I'm like I I helped Bobby on on a very small bit of Alvers, and he was like he's like it's big Web, and I'm like I'm not gonna push you you know if you're not if you're not comfortable sharing it, but you know it's not going anywhere because I'm I'm your boy and I'm a, a journalism grad so protect my source and all, and he was like yeah I can't I can't share it with anybody because it's that big. And I thought, okay, we'll see if he can live up to that hype. And then he dropped Sergeant Slaughter, right? Like, dude. So, so it'll it'll be big, I think. I wonder if it it's a real person though, right? It's a celebrity. That's that's what we've been led to believe. <laughs> it's not a Muppet. No, no, no it's I'm just not from the Muppets. It's I'm just waiting to see because Bobby's been so on top of the expired trademarks. I'm waiting to see which one of those he grabs next. It's wrong, not, not that he needs them to define his line, excuse me, but I, I guarantee there's one of those coming at some point where you're it's like, the how hunter. the hell? How the hell did he get Xandar or something, right? Probably bigger than Xandar, but Beachhead. No, Mark Weber, that's who's coming. You know what? I could make that work. Could you imagine how disproportionate my head would be on a six inch figure? <laughs> you're like a bobblehead. All right, let's go fight Tarak. The marine hat would sit on top like a little Donald Duck hat. Right? It'd be so good. <laughs> comes comes with working propeller so I can fly into battle with my marine propeller Tweedledum hat. Now, now we're talking. But uh, what do you guys have against the mobile battle bunker? Nothing. It was Nothing. Joe Colton's pleasure. I'm just not we dropping vehicles that would kill its driver if you fired the missiles. But other than that, it's, I'm it's not dropping. It is most definitely artillery. It is most definitely a strategic emplacement kind of kind of weapon, as opposed to a tank. But yeah, there's no no problems with it. I'm not dropping. This is the only thing I have against it. I'm not dropping forty bucks on an incomplete one. Right, right. 
And you so, know what? Came out military green in an era that you could not guarantee a G.I. Joe vehicle was going to be green. That's true. We'll see on Sunday. Maybe it's 20 on Sunday. Does Ryan have a pogo? No collection is complete without one. Then my collection is incomplete. I don't have a pogo. And the other thing that I regret not getting, I don't have the Cobra Rat. But there was one on the freebie oh. table at a Canadian G.I. Joe convention one time. And I wore it for about an hour as my rat hat. And then I put it back on the freebie table. And every now and then I think back, should have taken that rat. Such a mm. bad toy. So bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was I, on the free I thought it was striking. It's compact, so it wouldn't have a big footprint. Ryan, you're way up. You're way up in the frozen north. If you were a Joe Fest, what's the item that you're looking for? I know I have a variety of items that I'm thinking I need to pick up, but on the spot, let's see. It's definitely some of the figures that I either don't have or I don't. I'm not happy with my copy of them. Uh, I. It's not coming to me, which is annoying because I was thinking about this the other day that I've got a small list of things that I really should get before prices just keep going up. Dang. Oh, I more Techno Vipers. I definitely, now that I've set up the display, we didn't go through the full display, but I've got the uh, the Cobra Missile Command, the, the recreated one by uh, J and R. Anyway, so I've got that, and now that I've got a full, like, tech area of the basement of the technodrome i realize i need way more techno vipers and they don't even need to be complete i just need some guys in purple suits walking around being all sciencey fair enough mark weber who are you looking for the uh i was going through my old figures i put a, a picture on facebook of the pile of joe's h through r or f through r i think because i was looking for leatherneck to have ron sign uh the pile card for this weekend and it, I didn't realize that I have some file cards that are uh, European, I think, or multilingual that I didn't want. It's just the version <laughs> I happen to get. I would rather have the, the American version because Merca. Uh, and the ones, I, the ones I have are for really random guys, so they're going to be hard to replace. So I've got Major Storm, Updraft, and Hot Seat, the oldest G.I. Joe, just three random vehicle drivers, I suppose, but but he went gray 30 years ago, so deal with that, right? So I, anyway, I got to try to find those. I, I suppose ideally I could find somebody who wants the rarer version that I have, and we can just do a swap, but that's my a supply. Uh, my high demand. Yeah, it's going to be hard to find that. I've got, I've got more that I'm looking for, but so much of what I, what I need is stuff that nobody has, or if they do, it's through the roof. It's like crazy legs, black rifle stock. I mean, everyone needs that, right? It's the, right. the heavy metal mic. It's a rebreather for the eel, uh, you know, an unbroken jump laser cannon that doesn't have the sighting thing broken off. Like it's nothing. I need hard tops pistol, a couple of side for the ice viper rumblers rifle. Like nobody's got that stuff. I know that's all going to be a torpedo right in the wallet if I ever find one. Oh, what's that? Rumbler rifle? I got Rumbler's rifle. He goes with Rumbler Just though. Just so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Not, not like, on, no. Just it goes with Rumbler. Well, I could. I maybe I, could I tempt you with a broken? Could I tempt you with a broken beachhead? Mm -hmm. No, no. Yeah, no. When I say nobody has them. 
I just mean nobody's parting with them, right? Yeah, like if yeah. you're if you have a couple of secto viper helmets laying around, you're probably not throwing them up on eBay. They probably belong to a secto viper who needs them underwater. So, yeah. But yeah, that doesn't I, mean I came away empty-handed today. So what'd you That's get? Called a teaser. That's a teaser. That's right. All right. So if I was there, I. I'm still mostly packed up from moving last year, so I, I just if I was at Joe Fest, I'd be looking to add to Beach Party '86, and that's about it. Once I once I get unpacked a little bit more and have a little bit more space, then we can then we can actually collect again. I'm scouting out here. We'll see if any beachheads show up in the uh, proper shape slash price ratio. So far, right. no deal. There's definitely a there's definitely a, a diagram for that with the yeah. crossing. I got a broken, broken one for 20 and what looked like a complete one for 40. And neither one is hitting that sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, good question here. Uh, what do you guys think of those unpainted classified Alley Viper and Cobra Batheads discovered this week? Fake or possible early drafts of the real deal? Um, I mean, could be both, but um, I think the possibility exists that those are legit because we have every indication to think that both of those characters are coming to the classified line pretty quickly. Um, you know, Alley Viper's all over the, the, the art for, for the line to this point. Uh, Bat showed up in, or bats were pretty prevalent in, in the video game in, in G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. So it stands to reason that there's plans for both of those to be included in the classified line. Now, whether what has been found in that one photograph is Hasbro's actual molds for those pieces remains to be seen, but eh, could be, I'm not ruling it out. We didn't, we didn't really dedicate any time to it because I can't confirm it with anything. Like I have nothing positive to add to that. So, you know, we, we just have to let it ride until there's more evidence one way or the other out there. But it could be. The curious thing about the bat head is that it's a battle-damaged head, which yeah. you would think would maybe be the variation or, like, a, a second version. But would the first version come with battle-damaged parts? It would be an interesting direction to go with the bat, but you also want to make sure you're getting the alternate hands, ideally, on both sides. You'll probably need the backpack to hold the alternate hands unless it's incorporated into the, the torso in some way. So I don't see them having a lot of spare parts in the like for the accessories to have alternate heads for that figure because they haven't been doing a whole lot of alternate heads. You've got the Baroness with the alternate head, and I think that's the only one. Yeah, and it's a, it's a good point. There's no reason to burn that on the initial release because it's not like classified bats are going to have trouble selling, right? right? But if you yeah. can bring it back for a second kick at the at the can, so to speak, absolutely. That's that's a good call. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, it could be, uh, especially neither neither characters are a stretch. It wouldn't be. It wasn't like they showed us Serpentor and Lifeline, right, or something that was totally out of left field. Um, so maybe, but it's also if if I wanted to do a hoax, those are got those are heads I would pick, right? Yeah. Because it seems seems legit from a conceptual standpoint. But wasn't the original bit? Hey, these were found in the trash outside a factory. Like, yeah, come on. And guys are so good, so good at 3D printing now that you know yeah. it could be real. But if I had if I had to put a hundred bucks on it, 
Come on. Yeah. Uh, I'd be holding on to my hundred bucks. What do you think? About an eighty percent chance this is a this is a hoax or not not accurate? I think so. Yeah, I, I that's probably about right. Yeah, could be, but probably. Okay, not. It, yeah, it, it's it, watch the next two figures they put out be the bat and the alley viper. But I <laughs> but still like the, what Ryan said is right. Like, why would they? Or what Mark said was right. Why would they do a battle damage on the first run? Right. Like it, it that that part of it seemed to me like well maybe they just got a hold of one of the ones they did for the four inch bat a few years ago and just kind of played with that to where it scaled up. It does look well, and, almost well, exactly would, like that design too. And if you're, if you're Hasbro, I mean this is just me thinking, why would you put out two Cobra Troop builders at the same time, right? Spread that out. So, yeah, we'll see. But, but we've also determined, Mark, that as far as character selection goes you tend to make a little bit more sense than some of the folks over there. Yeah, look, look where that got me. Right? <laughs> That's what you get, man. Cut that Cut <laughs> that shit out. Stop making sense. Stop making yeah, that yeah. money. We're tired of it. That is nonsense. Right? But, uh, yeah, only only other alternate head is is uh, movie Snake Eyes, movie Storm Shadow, too. But Yeah, I forgot about that. But, yeah, it's... it's um, that's again not to say that Alley Viper and Bat aren't coming. Yeah, right? we're not saying that because they're definitely coming, right? They, they just the only thing that would that would keep them from showing up on our shelves is the, just a a cataclysmic failure <laughs> of either the product selling or product production or just something just terrible, unspeakably so, yeah. happening. But uh, yeah. it, it nothing's keeping them from showing up. But they no, almost came out. They almost made the Alley Viper as a Cobra Island exclusive. Then someone was like, there's no alleys on Cobra Island. And they canceled the whole thing. It's <laughs> a good point. All of a sudden, that pesky logic stuck in there. And it was just, yeah, no more, no more. Well, and both things can be true. Hasbro could be working on those figures right now. And those heads might not, might still be fake. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. First word out of my mouth. Maybe both. Yeah. So we'll Why see. We're, we are entirely, we are totally speculating on that. I don't want anybody to take any of that. But what's on Joe mindset? No, 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 no. Because we don't know nothing. We If we knew yeah. something, we'd tell you. We, We've done that in the past. If we can confirm yeah. stuff, we roll it out to you. The title and, of the show is literally asking what? Like, what is? what do people know about? Not us. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know anything, and we've got a ten-year reputation backing that up. So that's uh, that'll be enough for for crowd questions for today. Uh, thank you, everybody in there, for for joining us. Uh, make sure that if you're here, you are subscribing, uh, setting yourself up for notifications. Leave a comment because that really helps us get us distributed. Uh, and of course, you know, like the video, all that other good stuff. Make us happy. Make us happy and we'll keep doing shows. That's it. <laughs> so that brings us into what we got in. Um, me, I got nothing. So, Ryan, what'd you get? What'd you bring in this week or the last Since the last time I was on? Right. Right? Look at that. I'm looking at it. But specifically, my, the, my most recent acquisition, I managed to find the uh, classified Baroness in stores. Not the movie version, the one that came with the coil cycle. Uh, which I was super excited about because I didn't think I would ever own it after it uh, was a U.S. exclusive. We There was talk about the uh, Canadian Toys R Us's having a deal with U.S. targets, 
but then the only stuff we got was it seemed like roadblock uh in theory the entire wave roadblock was in showed up here but i have only ever seen hundreds and hundreds of cobra island roadblock on the shelves in canada so for just recently so over a year after her initial release for baronesses to suddenly start flooding toys r us's and for me to be able to go to a toys r us and find one and i left a couple more on the shelves like this was this was a dream come true and opening her up she's a better figure than i even thought she would be that snake laser is super cool the different shades of of black and gray to her armor are really striking in person so yeah i uh i don't know what i'm going to do with the coil cycle but as far as having that baroness i'm very happy with that purchase yeah and it's it's, it's so cool it... to see go ahead mark i was just saying it's it's so cool to see it as it should be right a great figure readily available on shelves like who yeah, knew no that? purple hair no purple hair but uh, it's it's funny how a character who's been out for you know almost 40 years and the they did the best version of it the last time out mm -hmm. funny i mean Anyhow. really we, we talked about it last week like the destro the major blood and the baroness are the absolute cream of the classified line like absolutely top shelf i mean flint and lady j are up there too and regal cobra commander you know what the there's more hits than misses in this line. Oh, well, absolutely. You know, the ones I mentioned didn't have brutal chest cuts, kind of marking them down a full grade. Okay, that's right. I forgot so, just how much you hate a bad chest cut. Yeah, that's that's a thing. So Destro gets away with it a little bit. Blood is great, and Baroness is phenomenal. So. Blood is great. Yeah. There we go. Blood. Dream of mine just to walk into a Toys R Us again. I mean, yeah. we got them. Come on up to Canada. I've been to there four different ones in the last couple of months. Jerk. Are they are they letting us into Canada yet? No, no. Sorry. Eventually, come on up to Canada. Hopefully, we still have Toys R Us's by then. You dirty, diseased Americans. Get your stuff taken care of, and then come up and see us. Right. Get your shots. Get it all. Well, I mean, get it all. For a, get it all. The then suddenly, you got better than us. You were getting all those shots out there while we were still waiting. Oh, we, we, we still have them just sitting in refrigerators and people are choosing not to. Those expire. Uh, anyways, I don't I don't want to go. Too Sorry. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> I make myself angry. But um, Mark Weber, it's time. Yeah. We're going to we're going to pay off that teaser. Yeah. So it was, I didn't do a lot of shopping today, but I, did, I got a couple cool things. So look at that. Uh, what is Ooh, what like, that? Just so you can tell us. It's a Sonic Viper file card. And I honestly don't know if I have this or not. I'm pretty sure I have the figure. But it's so neon green. Like, <laughs> for, it was three bucks. Like, I'm in. You know, even if I have it, I'm not mad I bought it. So we're good with that. And then going through my old, uh, it's funny when you go through your old, I used to be able to count on the old memory on what I have and what I don't. But going through some of the old uh, boxes, I got two spirits. Didn't know that. They're in varying degrees of blue degradation. So, you know, in about a week, I'll have one really good spirit and yeah. one really bad spirit. So that's coming soon. Uh, but well, I found my flat line. One, one to experiment all those uh, peroxide tests on, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, and, but I found my flash figure. When I was a kid, I replaced all the straight arms with swivel arms in year two. And I like Flash, not as much as Mike. But I didn't realize that 
that my childhood flash has almost all the paint rubbed off of the catcher's chest protector. So yeah. he looks terrible, right? And he was like, that's my guy. So I, I didn't bother. You know, I have him. I don't have to replace him. So I was out here saying, I wonder if I can get a cheap, you know, year two flash replacement. And they had, it's funny, the straight arms are easier to find, at least at this show. So I was looking around at this little jammy right here. The most exciting part being the good paint job oh. on the chest there. And the price is right. Seriously, ten, 10 bucks? bucks? Kidding me? So yeah. I'm willing to bet I can Frank I can Frankenstein the uh, swivel arms and maybe the waist on the good old Flash here and and uh, give I, my I, childhood Flash a. I would be I would be careful with that because the the tabs on the arms the the pegs are oftentimes right? longer on the straight arm figures and don't fit oh, wow. swivel arm chests. So be careful no, with that. But will the swivel arms are will the swivel arms fit an original chest? Possible. They're not all, like they, they don't all have the same diameter as far as where they stick right. out of the figure. So it may may not. All right. Just be careful. Well, maybe I've maybe I've downgraded. I'm gonna to throw I'm gonna throw, flash, I'm gonna throw this at you, Mark. Yeah, that's probably right a good there. point. Hey, how about spirit? <laughs> We we still do lazy bastard customs. We just haven't. We we're still trying to get the logistics on it down. So it's coming. It's coming. Just it's coming. Mike, do you remember speaking of spirit and lazy bastard customs? Do you remember what you said to me at rollout roll call when I showed you the action force spirit that I picked up? No, his crotch had been replaced with a uh, crotch from Ace, and you just said that crotch is Aces. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah, that crotch is Aces. Hey, cue guilty pleasures music. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, it's it's it, lazy bastard customs is coming. Postcards from Loser Town is coming. We still want to do post sock, but people quit writing us letters. I'm maybe sorry. I'll start maybe, writing you more letters. Maybe if we get some more post sock letters, we'll we'll do a post sock segment. But it's going to be separate from the main show because we're we're trying to trying to pay attention to time a little bit more. We don't want. We don't want people to have to sit here and watch us for two hours. We're breaking up a little bit. I'm going to send more, you 12 questions for the post sock, but they're all going to be about the GI Joe role playing game. More, more joy. Yeah, we'll do that, and then we will we will get you on as the expert to answer your own questions. Oh, but I'll do it before uh, Renegade Con, so I can't answer the questions. Well, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, because I'm the Renegade. Anything to anything to make anything to take the 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 trouble that you were trying to cause and turn it back on you, I will do that. <laughs> because that's what this is. This is a game. Oh, not the spores. <laughs> <laughs> so we we lost Mark. He, he's working on hotel Wi-Fi. You know what? You predicted we were going to lose him right away. I, I figured we'd lose him a couple times over the course of the show. So I, I'm surprised it only happened once. So while we're waiting for him to get himself back in, why don't you go ahead and take shout outs? Give oh. Shout outs to the people that you're looking to give shout outs to. All right. I definitely want to give a shout out to 3D Joe's because as Yo Joe unfortunately has been 
slowly disintegrating off the internet and making us all sad, 3D Joe's really has picked up a lot of the slack there. And it's such a fun website to peruse because even if it's figures that I have, the, the spin around images that they've got on just about every single item that they've got up on that site, um, the, the, the products that they've taken the pictures of are so clean that it shows me this is what it looked like 40 years ago when you maybe took it out of the package for the first time. And a lot of the vehicles with all those dynamic shots, it's um, it's become such a fun resource to peruse. It's not just when I need to look something up, but when I just feel like looking up some G.I. Joe, it's a great way to spend some time. Okay, you hear that? He's giving a shout out to 3D Joe's, Mark. So you need to tell Carson at Joe Fest. I can do that. That Ryan I'm breaking new ground. Have you heard about 3D Joe's? Right. Ryan Costello, king of the what's on Joe mind post sock says, Hey, nice job. It's a brand new site. It's going to be big. He's got a, he has a panel tomorrow, so I can raise my hand. Like I have a question <laughs> and he'll be like, yeah, let him like, know. Ryan Costello, author of the new GI Joe RPG says you rock. Thank you. And then, you would rock if you and told then I'll, him I'll give it the, said he rocks. I'll get quiet for like the three dots, dot, 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 and then I'll say, Playboy. And just, just to give another another update, with five minutes to go in the third, Tampa Bay Lightning one, New York Islanders zero. So that's the third period? That's all the periods, isn't it? I am not pleased. Right? That's problematic. So, uh, Mark, you got any shout outs or uh, have more shout outs? I, I before oh, we, yeah. I don't want to get a shout out to what's on Joe mind. Thanks for having me on. That's solid. We'll take that. That's, that's for real. You've been an amazing resource for entertainment and news for the last 10 years. I've been a long time listener and this has been a lot of fun. So thank you for all you do for the community. How that's we, perfect. How did we not have you in to guest host before? It's the best I, there's been like early on when you did the like rotation of guests. So I was on for like, five, 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, I may have done some call-ins using aliases uh, also early on, but those days are behind us now. Uh, look, you could, you could come back. If you figured out a goofy mask, you could probably revive one of those and I would not come. I could. Oh no. You know what? I used to do segments for the show. I forgot about that. The yeah. collecting collection connection. You never finished them. You did like the I first two parts and then it was supposed to be like a six part series. You never got past the second part. So you're saying it's on me. It kind of, kind of. All right. Yeah. But anyway, yes, this is the first time co-hosting and it's been fun. Thank you. Well, I'm glad we could finally have you in. Like I said, we got you because you were making news this week and then Joe Colton let us know, Hey, I'm out this week. And we were like, well, I've got you on the line. Get some Tim Hortons. Join us. Mm-hmm. Quebecois blue. For the record, we did not pay Ryan to say that. We don't have we don't have money. I thought you were going to send me Techno Vipers. What do you mean you're not paying me? I have. I think I have two. Oh, Mark's gone again. Yeah, we should have gotten his shout outs while we had him. I'm sorry. Mm. Started blowing smoke up your skirt, and then he disappeared. He, uh, no, uh, torpedo. <laughs> you Chuck's mom. He was not Chuck's mom. No, that was a different gentleman. Uh, Ryan played different recurring characters. So, are, are we keeping it a secret? I'm okay saying. Well, I mean, how I think Torpedo Mike's probably the only person that would remember Scorclops Supreme. Yeah, the one-eyed ruler of the Scorpion terrorist organization. 
Right. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, Joe Self's like, Mike can pay you in beachheads. That's it. I ain't paying nobody in beachheads. Yeah. I, I offered you a beachhead earlier, but you already had it. It was the, it was the, for the record, he was, he offered the, the Funko Pop. So, yeah. I got one. That's plenty. We don't need any more of those. We don't need, we, we got one. That's, that's good. He's right. Just out of reach over there. I can't, can't quite get to him. But uh, I'll, I'll go for shout outs while we wait for Mark to inevitably try to come back to us. Go for shout outs. <laughs> Give a shout out to Rack Time Rob in the other room. The unquestioned fourth man, uh, indispensable, often overlooked fourth man of the What's on Joe Mind team. Uh, hard at work today on a new Rack Time for your enjoyment, which will be up at some point, probably early next week. Um, I always assumed it was a comic rack, but once he started doing the dead game ones, it's like, oh, it's the torture rack. The torture, right. yes. Uh, give a shout out to our sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Sing the let's all sing the theme song here. Uh, Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Kokomo Toys. Kokomo Toys. Uh, for all of the the fun they have provided uh, in recent months, and do a great job helping us advertise and get the word out. Um, give a shout out to Joe Colton, who is on assignment this weekend. So, uh, hope you come back, travel safe, have a good time, all that other good stuff, uh, to our guest host, Ryan Costello. Thank yes. you for this kind of short notice uh, and for saying nice things about us, despite the fact that I cannot pay you for those. No, that's all right. Give a shout out to the honcho down there in Joe Fest. Uh, give a shout out to all of our other friends down at Joe Fest, uh, from Roma collectibles to, uh, to uh, 3D Joe's and Carson, to to uh, to call sign Longbow, Troy McKee, and John Kukovich, who we just met a couple of weeks ago, to um, uh, our our good friend Brian Cummings, uh, the voice of Doctor Mindbender. He's been on the show any number of times, uh, and I, I know anytime you make a list, you invariably forget somebody. But believe me, it just if 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 they're at Joe Fest, it, Bobby Vala, we, we've talked about him all night, and I almost left him off the list. Uh, but if they've talked about them on the show, they're probably at Joe Fest in some way, shape, or form. So uh, give a shout out to them uh, and so that everybody has a good time and safe travels home. Mark, you got any shout outs? Uh, just one uh, to my dad, uh, John Weber, who taught me the uh, the value of persistence and hard work. Aww. <laughs> there's there's some kind of riddle attached to that, I'm sure. Uh, you know, there's always a twist, right? We'll get that off the show because post show is better than actual show. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and by the way, if I drop off again, I am not coming back. Right? No, no, yeah, no. So I, yeah, that about wraps it up from <laughs> Indianapolis, from uh, Montreal, and from from Augusta, Georgia. Uh, thanks for joining us here on What's on Joe Mind. Uh, it has been a joy bringing this to you. Be sure to be back next Friday night for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. And we will catch you next time out. Good night, everybody. Get yourselves vaccinated. Be safe. Be smart. Have a great night. Beer.